0: Hello, welcome to Advancing the Mission, where we keep you informed and up-to-date on what is happening in local outreach global missions and church multiplication through the lens of County Line Church. I am Outreach Pastor Chris Kazmarek. And I'm Multiplication Pastor Mary Ellen Rail. And we have with us Nate and Stacey Tatman. Nate used to be the co-host here, if and now... Now he and Stacy are associate to the regional coordinators. No, of, no, no. Middle East. We are oh.
1: the associate regional coordinators for Europe and the Middle East. Oh, okay. Okay,
0: we got, okay, that, okay. Straight. Okay, we got that straight. So let's, let's just start. Can you provide us with a ministry update? What's the current timeline for getting to Spain, all that fun stuff? Family update.
2: Yeah, I can answer that. So we don't have a specific timeline yet, um, as with a lot of a lot of things in the world in the, the last year, um, our our plans were kind of upended. So we were supposed to have moved. The original plan was for us to have moved last July. Um, but obviously, with COVID and, you know, all the restrictions and slowdowns and everything, we're, we're not there yet. So um, our um, timeline right now, we're hoping to maybe be on the ground in, in March or April. Um, our visa process has been the, the biggest hurdle um, here recently. Um, we uh, um, actually have gotten visa appointments. We just found out yesterday we have visa appointments on Monday. So well, That's awesome. So Super excited, yeah, about that.
1: Uh, Which is great because uh, the documents, uh, some of our documents had a timestamp on them, and they expired after Monday. They expire on Tuesday, and so uh, it was a huge, huge uh, relief and a big prayer, you know, for us was that we were able to get our consulate appointments
2: before then. Yeah, that was that was huge. It's literally the last day that we could have. <laughs> we could have a visa appointment and and still have um valid documents so so anyway we're really excited about that but um but yeah if i mean prayers are still welcome for that the the visa process can be a little tricky so um you know we have appointments but um but yeah prayers for a smooth process are appreciated
1: well and i i think too we should probably also uh address the elephant in both rooms in terms of why we're not in the same location but uh (laughs) We, uh, uh, one of us uh, tested positive uh, for COVID. Um, and it wasn't and, me. And it wasn't <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> so that's, that has also, over the last uh, week and a half, that's kind of put, um, put a damper on things in terms of hoping that we can get into our consulate appointment before the documents expire and we don't have COVID any longer. So uh, so yeah, I tested positive And fortunately, we have a family friend who is in Florida, Uh, for another month and was able to quarantine separately away from the rest of the family. So they didn't contract uh, the, the virus as well. So, uh, so, but what's that
2: your quarantine will be over by Monday.
1: Yeah. Feeling much better um, right now than I was even just yesterday and, and uh, definitely on the upswing. So uh, everything should be uh, going well and green lighted for, for Monday.
0: That's so great. So you guys are going over there uh, to serve Three Worlds, and we talk about Three Worlds a lot, but could you just kind of give us an overview um, about what Three Worlds is and does, and then maybe um, how you're able to serve them while you're still here?
1: Yeah, so Three Worlds was started by the current regional coordinators, Patrick and Jimmy Noctigal, um, and uh, as Chris tried to infer, we are not the, their associates. Um, we are just coming along with them and, and working with them. But Three Worlds was started by Patrick and Jamie Noctigal uh, about 10 years ago. And um, they're the, the missionary team for the Church of God uh, in Europe and the Middle East region. And so um, their focus is primarily kind of three different areas, um, engaging in youth or engaging with youth. Um, creating interconnectivity throughout the the 13 14 countries where we have Church of God congregations and supporting those leaders, especially young leaders um, in that region, and doing that through a variety of different uh, events and networking connections, things like that. Um, the uh, you know I, I won't go into a whole lot of detail unless you want me to in terms of just the where they came up with that name and what that name stands for uh that sort of thing but it is kind of a unique name in terms of what is three worlds and it does i guess just briefly it talks through or they talk about the three different types of cultures of christianity or traditions of christianity that we have in our world today there's the traditional view um kind of uh, the the uh i guess the model in terms of those of us in northeast indiana kind of what we think of in terms of of the church today there's the post christian church um, that's very uh you know kind of moved beyond what we think of as a christian culture a, a churched christian culture in in our everyday um northeast indiana um and then uh, there's the what they call the book of acts um or kind of the supernatural spiritual realm of church where you know you see a lot of that in Latin America Africa Asia and so you just have these uh, these different worlds of Christianity and in Europe for example you will encounter all three of those types of churches um, in any given city and, and country for sure and so just navigating through those, Different worlds um, and, and kind of bringing them together, but that's kind of the, a big picture of of what Three Worlds is and who they are. It's the missionary team. Um, we will be the fifth couple I think coming onto the team um, in that region. So, and then right now, what we're doing, um, you know, we've been primarily focused on fundraising uh, in our role over the last uh, couple of years, and we were able to finalize our, our fundraising at the end of the year. Which has been great. Uh, We've been able to, uh, in addition to that, we've been able to stay connected to the team uh, through Zoom calls and and other uh, types of, you know, email exchanges and projects that we've been working on. And then we've been able to stay connected with some of the ministries uh, from here in terms of at home, um, where I serve on the advisory board for that, as well as Agape, Faith United in Bulgaria. Um, so I've had a couple of Zoom calls and Zoom meetings uh, over the last few months in terms of just con- staying connected with those leaders, those national leaders on the ground over there. Yeah,
0: yeah, awesome. And we're we're having Patrick and Jamie on next week, so we'll be able to hear way more in depth, I'm sure, from them about uh, Three Worlds and how they <laughs> kind of birthed it and, and and that kind of backstory. So awesome. So how has how has Three Worlds uh, over there, how have they had to innovate and what in and, and what ways, especially in the midst of obviously the the pandemic and and what are they currently doing and experiencing over there?
2: yeah, so as far as the actual three worlds team goes um you know obviously split up into different countries um you know throughout Europe, so yeah. Each country over there, um, you know, has their own restrictions as far as travel, and but as a whole, um, Europe has been, you know, on lockdown more, you know, I guess, um, a little more strict lockdown than what we have experienced over here. So um, they haven't been able to, to travel much, if at all, um, you know, within the region. So that's been difficult. Um, But, you know, still staying connected to the pastors. Nathan mentioned, you know, kind of one of the goals of the Three Worlds team is to increase connectivity within the region, and that has served them well in this season, Um, being connected, as connected as they are to, you know, the national leaders in the churches, and even, you know, just the the people within the the churches, but also within the team um, has really been a benefit um, during this time you know, they've been able to, you know, still communicate. They've reached out to, you know, pastors, national leaders, you know, church members through this time, um, just to check in, um, you know, make sure everyone's okay, but also, you know, to kinda, um, you know, maybe even begin discussions about, okay, what, you know, what's going on in the church? What are your restrictions? What is ministry gonna look like going forward? And so, um, so, you know, we've talked about that a little bit as a team as well, um, kind of, you know, not having all the information yet, not knowing what it, you know, exactly what it's going to look like going forward. We've kind of, you know, begun some conversations about, um, you know, what that might look like and, and how we might need to look at church, doing church differently um, in the future. So lots of, lots of Zoom calls and, you know, messages and that sort of thing, but um but anyway still you know still trying to stay connected and support the church through this time a lot of it, we've heard two um stories from different team members about you know people reaching out to the three worlds team and saying hey can you put out this prayer request um you know whether it's illness or you know just things going on in the church i, I I would say, Nathan, would you say the majority of the churches are not meeting um, in person at this point yet?
1: Yeah. And and either that or they had been meeting and because of further, you know, restrictions or additional restrictions, they'd have, they've had to stop meeting or, you know, not as many people can, can meet and gather that sort of thing. So it's been very much in flux over the last, you know, few months. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, it's just, again, that connectivity piece has really been a benefit in in a season like this. I like what you said that you're thinking about how are we going to do church differently in the future. I
0: think we're talking about that here too. I think think many churches in many different places are, this has changed how we think about what church is. And it's also given us some great opportunities too. But um, so I know you're thinking about those things. So things have been moving forward. Some things are going on. Could you just tell us some of the stories, even in the midst of this, uh, some of the great things that are happening there?
1: Yeah. And and that's, you know, one of the things that I love is to see how God continues to work. Um, you know, even in the midst of this global pandemic, we, we've told people, especially for uh, as it relates to us and our circumstances and situation, you know, this was not a surprise or God was not surprised by what happened. He knew what was going to happen. And And uh, even through our frustration, um, you know, and we've had a lot of frustration over the last uh, uh, year, 10 months or so. We've continued to see God provide um, and protect uh, both our family and ministries around the world. And so even in Europe and the Middle East, uh, especially as it relates to County Line, because I know you're connected to a lot of these ministries. But, for example, with uh, Marcos and Catherine Lavaglio. Uh, in northern Italy in Arco they were able to move into a bigger facility um, they had outgrown they they've outgrown their facility uh, probably a, a couple of years ago and it's just the right at the right time the right moment with the finances and find the right facility where they are able to move into this new facility and and understanding that it's not the facility you know that is going to help them do ministry, or It's not, it's not about the facility, but it's about the facility helping them do the ministry that God has called them to in the community. So they're asking those questions, you know, and, and trying to figure that out in the midst of a, a pandemic, how can they, uh, you know, utilize this new facility, uh, the church in Madrid, um, who you'll hear from Alejandro and Carmen de Francisco, uh, they were able to celebrate. Well, they had their one year anniversary of their church plant. I don't think they were able to celebrate uh, as they wanted to, but they did uh, have that one year anniversary uh, pink door. Um, uh, They were able to, or I guess they're in the process. They were able to obtain a second uh, property um, and they are in the process of renovating that um, for their ministry and kind of scaling and expanding their ministry uh, at home. Oh, go ahead.
0: As a reminder, Pink Door is was one of our Joy to the World partners from this yeah. last uh, mm-hmm. from last month. So we we ended up giving about twenty thousand dollars to
1: them. From, that's from incredible. So that's awesome. Thank you so so much uh, for your support with them. And and uh, at home in Paris with uh, Samir Salibi and, and Chris, you took a, a team there a, a year or so ago. Me, um, that would have been
0: yeah. And I yeah I'm early with you there.
1: Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. You and Chelsea and and I were able to go do a children's workshop Mm -hmm. uh, there in Paris. And so they've been, they've continued to uh, reach out to refugees and minister to them. Um, And they've experienced baptisms uh, along the way over the last few months. Um, and then the church of God in Egypt continues to be strong. Uh, they are going through several, several of their congregations are going through building renovations and projects. Um, and they are in the process of raising up a new generation of pastors, uh, to lead the churches there as well. So, uh, so it's just been, it's been exciting, you know, in the midst of all that we've experienced that God is still at work, continues to be at work, uh, continues to, um, you know, his, his mission is not. Uh, on pause, I guess. Uh, but it continues to move forward. It's continuing to call in families like ours to go and serve overseas and in different cultures and contexts. And so we're we're still excited. We know that, you know, COVID has its challenges and will continue to have its challenges, but uh, we're excited to see that God continues to work, continues to impact people, continues to transform lives and communities as well. So, and we're just, we're excited to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, couple things i i wanted to tell people about we, t- we told them about it when andrew gale was on here we also want to tell them while you're on here about your podcast world of oh good. yeah um it's it's I, th- I think it's a great just it's a good way to get kind of a global perspective and just hear stories from people from around the world um and so you can find that anywhere you can find podcasts so i think that's a that's a thing i want to tell people about and then
1: did you say the name of it yeah, world of good, world of good. Okay, I missed yep. that part. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, and then you guys are going to be at main campus this week, and then you're going to be visiting uh, both of our other campuses in the next two weeks. I think it's in, person. in person. so That'll so, be great. Yeah, you'll be at main yeah. week. I think it's Auburn the following week, and then Garrett the week after that. And so we will. Um, that'll be great. We'll be all the campuses will be able to hear from you guys and hear a little bit about what's what's going on. Um, and so yeah, that's exciting too. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for for joining us, and, and again for anybody out there, just continue praying for the Tapmans <laughs> that everything goes smoothly with appointments and all those things. We we want to get them to Spain, <laughs> and so yes, please. we are continuing to pray for that. So, uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for for being on and um, thank for having you? us. We will have you guys on again, I'm sure. And we'll see point. you in person soon. And we'll see you in person this Yeah. So good. Thank good you. Right. Bye. 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 Bye.